The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It is me, Matt Slick. You're listening to Matt Slick Live. I hope you're going to have a good time listening today. We have nobody waiting. If you want to be the first one to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. And uh, looking at some possible hate mail stuff here, because we've got nobody waiting right now. I do want to say, hey, you know, uh, we stay on here by your support, and we d- definitely need it. Could you please, would you please consider supporting us? All you got to do is uh, just go to carm.org, C-A-R-M dot o-r-g on oh on the site there oh i'll get a yawn hold on okay wow oh that snuck up on me how many i always wonder and i'm doing this on the radio and i if i yawn and stuff how many people start yawning when they're out there anyway i don't know so uh like i said five open lines if you want to call me eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six i just had a thought if uh, there's an expert out there on AdSense and Ad Manager, and if you want to help me out, I need someone who really knows some stuff because I cannot get any of it to work. I can't log in. I can't. I try different accounts. Uh, add a birthday. There's no place to add a birthday to verify. I try this. I try. I spent way too much time. And, and uh, you know, if you're someone who really wants to, uh, you know, help out, say, hey, I know about it. And I know how to do this and that. Uh, then uh, please you know, just email me, info at karm.org, and maybe we can talk. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. Four open lines, 877-207-2276. I think, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Bible study last night. I hope, uh, hope some of you watched it. We usually have 20 or 30 uh, people watching online. Had fun last night because... Uh, you can actually see the map I, I by going to karm.org and um, for I think it's uh, Romans one. You can find the uh, the file there on the homepage, and uh, you can go through. I made a map of of the, uh, the of the time of Christ, the extent of the Roman Empire. That's what I did. Found it, and there's a guy uh, who uh, would make you know teas and stuff like that, and he comes to the study. And uh, he said once that he needs to have things in stick figures. So I made a map with stick figures and all kinds of stuff in it. And it's actually up on the, uh, the site. You can check it out. If you go to the Romans 1 Bible study, scroll down, there's a, a map there. And you can click underneath it. There's a next and previous. And you can see the map. It was all in fun. And people liked it. Whew, boy, how about that? Okay. Four open lines. Give me a call. Eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. David from Kansas City. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Matt. A couple days ago, you posted a, a, a Joyce Meyer quote that where she mm-hmm. said referred to us. We're no longer sinners. No, she said she doesn't uh, sin anymore. Yeah. Oh, but 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 yeah, but the quote that she was one of the quotes she says is you know should we refer to ourselves as old redeemed sinners? Or saints, you know, we know we are positionally saints, um, 
I just have a question: How we should refer to ourselves on that on that genre? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we should refer to ourselves truthfully. We mm -hmm. are sinners, and we are saved by the grace of God. We still fail; we still make mistakes, mm -hmm. and we're not perfect. And uh, depending on the mm -hmm. context, we call ourselves justified, or uh, okay. in the you know process, or whatever it is. But to say we don't sin anymore is simply uh, no. just foolishness. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's Pentecostal kind of holiness. Well, what I'm saying is, I had a preacher one time said that we should re always refer to ourselves as saints because of a caterpillar that, like we're a caterpillar, we're dead in our transgressions, and we morph into a butterfly. We become born again. We become a butterfly. Said so the butterfly doesn't refer to itself as an old converted caterpillar. It refers to what it is, a saint. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, if someone okay. see, here's the thing. I'm a I'm a bit of a logician here. If someone says, for example, we should always refer to ourselves this way, well, first, show yeah. me that in Scripture. Show me where it says that. Because Paul the Apostle, uh, he was struggling. He had a lot of uh, struggles with the issue sure. of his own sinfulness in Romans chapter 7. Mm -hmm. So if he had mm -hmm. trouble, uh, and he called himself a sinner in that sense, uh, in a very profound mm -hmm. one, well, oh, okay, I guess the, the pastor needs to correct Paul the Apostle, then, doesn't he? Because Paul's wrong for saying well, that, isn't he? Well, he would say, he, yeah, his retort would be, Paul wrote the letter to the saints in Ephesus, to the saints in Colossae. Yeah, but Paul called himself in Romans. Yeah, He oh, called I, I himself I, yeah, a yeah. sinner. Okay, yeah, so when, I get, yeah, I, yeah. When pastors say, we should always this or always that, uh, it better mm -hmm. be in Scripture. Oh, yeah. That's all. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. if if an unbeliever's no, talking yeah. to me and says, do you sin anymore? I don't sin anymore. Am I going to say that? Oh, I know. Of course not. So oh, just I be know. careful about Yeah, just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I had a, a conversation with a guy that, guy that cut mm -hmm. me off the other day because he said, he said, uh, what did the first thing that Jesus said to the rich run ruler? Go sin no more. Well, that's what you need to do. Go sin no more. No yeah, well, the context was uh, about his holiness mm -hmm. and, and things like going sin no more. Is it possible? Yeah. No, it's not. Well, that's what he, that's what, well, this guy contends it is because he's a Pentecostal yeah, he holiness. No, he doesn't know what he's talking yeah, about. He's 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 right. self-deceived. <laughs> um, and, and it is. And if any, look, if anyone out there is telling, you know, listen to this and say, go, oh, I can stop mm -hmm. sinning and I haven't sinned in years. You're full of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no. You are so self-deceived. You don't even know. And uh, yeah, well, uh, I just told yeah. I told one of them. I said, I hope to God that you don't get behind a truck that stops suddenly and and you ram into the back of them. The last things you do is before you go to heaven is sin because you're going to curse that guy out. Maybe uh, you know you never know <laughs> what you're going to do. But here's the thing: yeah. is that if someone says they don't sin anymore, then they're saying mm -hmm. that they keep the law on the same level as don't Jesus. I mean, oh, I know. Really. Because he's the standard. So are you keeping it on the same level that Jesus does? I asked that to, to a sinless perfectionist once, and he said, yes. I said, well, you know, pride goes before a fall. You're so prideful. And uh, he says, oh, you're, you you are shouldn't be calling me names. Well, you're an ignorant, prideful person, too. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, ma'am. God bless, buddy. All right. So, folks, we have five open lines wide open if you want to give me a call. 877 Now, 
Bill says. I have been sinned in three minutes. I doubt that one, Bill. Uh, because I'm telling you, uh, anybody who says they don't sin anymore is a fool. Unless they're, they've died, they're in heaven, they're with the Lord in his presence. But anybody who says, no, I don't sin anymore, uh, you're, you're just a fool. And uh, you want to call me up and you can tell me why you're not a fool. Uh, we'll see about that. That's dumb. It is. We are saved. We're justified. We still struggle with our, our sinful selves. But the Lord Jesus loves us and has redeemed us. And uh, the righteousness of Christ is imputed to us. And because of Jesus, we can say then uh, that we're right before God. All right. Five open lines, 877 um, so, let's see. I'm going to get some hate mail. Let's see what we got or some hate mail. And I'm just going to jump right in. Oh, I did this one already. I don't know why. I got a double or something. Here's a, here's that. Here here we go. Let me just jump in. Fridays we do hate mail. Sometimes we do hate mail. Here we go. Why do you only have... Oh, I did that one. I You know, I, I delete these. I wonder why they come up and show up again. My name is John, and I recently was on your website and wanted to ask you why it is that when you talk about salvation, you do not present it as the apostles did in Acts 2.38. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Acts 2.38 says, Repent and believe in the, um, in the gospel. Let me just read it to you. Oh, I'm going to open it up. Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, be, uh, for, Oh, man. Repent. Each of you repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay, there we go. So Acts 2.38, they say that's the gospel. Okay, it's not the gospel. And the reason that's not the gospel is because... Uh, faith is not mentioned. See, this is what it says. Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll see the gift of the Holy Spirit. So people will tell me, oh, that's, a, yeah, that's how you get saved. Well, really? Then belief isn't there. Acts 2.38 is not a formula for salvation. And you'll notice in Acts 2.38, it says, uh, repent uh, and be baptized, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yet in Acts 10.44-48, they receive the Holy Spirit before they get baptized. So I like to ask people, which is correct. Usually, people who email me stuff like this, no disrespect, man, honestly, but still, they just don't know the issues and haven't studied it very deeply. They just belong in a cult like uh, one that's Pentecostal, and uh, they just repeat what they're told without having really done any homework. Unfortunately, that, that's the case very often. This person goes on, It is important to preach the true gospel of the kingdom and to warn people to repent and believe the gospel, followed by baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus, Mark sixteen sixteen. That's another problem uh, verse, but I'm going to get into that. This is what the scriptures teach. Preach the kingdom of God and Jesus, not the doctrine of men. Oh, so how do you know you're preaching the truth? Because you quote a verse? I can do the same thing and quote a verse. Does it mean just because I quote it that it means that I have the true gospel? Now, the oneness Pentecostal religion is a false uh, religion, and all who believe in its official doctrine and uh, will not repent of it, uh, we cannot call brothers and sisters in Christ. They're damned. Please do not take this as a means to slander you, but to point you to the scriptures. Compare scripture with scripture. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a good idea to compare Scripture with Scripture. That's why I will compare Acts 2.38 with Acts 10.44-48 through 48 and ask them, so which comes first? Is it uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit before or after baptism? And since they are different in those two uh, sets of Scriptures, which one is the right one? And I ask people that. It's a trick question. 
because they're both right. It's not like one is right and one's wrong. So I like to ask that, well, which one's the right one? And then see what they do. They're not thinking through the issue. All right, let's get to another hate mail. You want to put a complete work of the writings of the early fathers? Try this. What? You want to put a complete work of the writings of the early fathers? Oh, try this site. Okay. Yours has so many cut-ups, it's not even worth reading. Are you afraid of what they have to say? Oh, you know, I, I, I want to get a t-shirt, seriously. My church father can beat up your church father. It's pretty bad. You know, the people will do this. Are you afraid what they had to say? As though uh, what they think is that the church fathers all um, say the same thing and support their group, their church, their whatever. And it's not the case. Uh, no, I'm not afraid what they had to say. And I like to ask people who ask me that, well, are you afraid of them? Because I can show you things. I tell them I can show you stuff that contradicts what your church says out of the church fathers. I can, and I do it. Oh, man, they don't like that. And I say, well, are you afraid? Well, you want to hear the truth? You know. Anyway, he says, are you afraid of what they had to say? Sure looks like it. Uh, this is uh, Yours is more like going to a smorgasbord. Okay, whatever. So uh, I, I find that uh, critical thinking is lacking uh, a lot of times with people who hold to religious ideology. Now, that's a, you know, you've got to be careful. Uh, because if you're going to be someone who accuses and says, Matt, or whoever, you need to do this the right way, I find a lot of times they don't know what the right way is. They haven't thought things through. Here's another one. Let's see. To whom it may concern, I inadvertently stumbled upon your website too much disgust. Now that is how you start an email. Oh, man, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to read any more until we're back for the break, and I'll uh, get back on and enjoy this one. So, hey, if you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Hey, we have nobody waiting. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. And uh, let's see. So let's, let me continue with this, this hate mail. I like this. I inadvertently stumbled upon your website too much disgust. Now, like I said, that's how you start some hate mail. Anyway, I was absolutely offended and appalled at the ignorant statements <laughs> and overall content. This is awesome. Uh, I read more than once about, and I quote, legal protection for having uh, intercourse with people of the same sex. Okay. Make sure I don't read something inadvertently here that I shouldn't read. This is wrong on so many levels, but let me just focus on one. The protection, you bigots. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, they, they don't get what they want. <laughs> you don't agree with them. You're a bigot. All right. The protection, you bigots, is for the rights as humans being to love and to protect us from people like you who are so close-minded and not accepting of those of minority groups. Oh, so if they're just a minority group or whatever it is, I got to accept them? That's how it is. Hey, they're a minority group. They do what they, they want. So you got to accept them. Well, <laughs> really? I have to? That's what I'm supposed to do, right? What a wacko. I mean, come on. I'm a bigot because 
I don't believe and automatically support whatever sexual perversion they want to to participate in. And I'm a bigot for not accepting that. And the guy calls me names. Now, who's the bigot? Obviously, he is. As with the straight Christian, quote-unquote, Christian community, we want equal rights to love someone and spend our lives with someone. Do what you want. And uh, if you do, you do what's right in your own eyes and you serve your flesh rather than God, you'll face eternal consequences. But one of the problems we have with all this kind of stuff is uh, the grooming uh, that is occurring. They're grooming society and grooming our children. And I have been saying this for a long time, that the LGBTQ alphabet stoop stuff, it's going to become oppressive. And if you don't agree with them, you're the bigot. You could, you could lose your job. You could lose finances. If you don't agree and support their sexual perversion, you see? Now, am I allowed to have my opinion? Well, you'd think I'm allowed to have my opinion, but they don't want me to have my opinion. No, no, no. You can have your opinion, Matt. Just keep it to yourself. But we can have our opinion, and we want you to abide by it. We'll have our opinion, and we're going to make sure that everybody knows about it. But, Matt, you have to keep your opinion to yourself because you're the hypocrite, Matt, not us. We want to you to keep quiet, but we want to speak. We want, as a minority, to put our rights and stuff upon you, the majority. We want you to accept our sexual perversion. Yeah, that's what we want, and you're the bigot, Matt. Yeah. The focus here should be just that, not uh, whatever sexual... It's your impure mind focusing <laughs> on sex rather than love. You know, people say, oh, you got to love. It's all about love. Really? Tell me what love is. Tell me what love is. Do people know? I'd love to have a public, public debate with an LGBTQ person talking about their rights uh, before God, before men, before whatever, and to define what love is and what's the universal standard that, that you have by which you say what it is that you can then appropriate it and say, we're the ones who want love. You don't. Really? So is it loving then to say, go ahead and participate in your sexual perversion? and that it'll bring you eternal damnation. Is that okay? Is that loving to do? Or is it loving to say, look, we're warning you about the consequences of you serving your flesh. Which is more loving? Oh, no. They, they're the ones who have the right to tell us what love is. Right? Yeah, they're hypocrites. Let's go on. There was a time when African Americans were perceived as being unequal members of society. And just as they have, we too will be considered equal. No. Uh, it's not an issue of equality with slavery. That's not it. They, they do this kind of stuff. See, they they say because of a sexual behavior, this is a behavior, that this is why uh, they have the same uh, persecuted complex as the blacks did when they were slaves. It's not the case. Same thing. Anyway, for for that matter, we already are. So it's time to accept us and respect us. I'm not going to respect uh, sexual perversion. No. Nope. Because we've already always been here, uh, not by choice. Not by choice? Oh, so you're not responsible for your own actions? But by God's will. God's will is that you sin against him? Man, he created us this way and we cannot change. Oh, man, talk about lies and ignorance. People who try and use God's word for that. What was it? uh, Something, uh, what was it? uh, 
Oh, yeah. Newsom, the wacko uh, socialist moron governor of California, uh, apparently has put up billboards saying that uh, Jesus uh, says, love your enemy as yourselves and or, you know, love something like that. I forgot it was. And to come into California for abortions. So using Jesus and the quotes of Christ to justify killing the unborn. Yeah. More perversion. See, here's the thing. That when you take your eyes off of God and you put them upon your own flesh and your own desires, then love becomes oppressive. I love myself, so I'm going to kill the baby in the womb. Yeah, I love that person. So you have to accept my sexual preference. And you have to go to sensitivity training at jobs. But I don't have to go to sensitivity trainings for how to be nice to Christians and not offend Christians by using the Lord's name in vain constantly and pushing your sexual agenda on them and their children in schools and at work and things like that. No, we don't have to do that. No, you have to bend to our needs. Hypocrisy lies and uh, no he did not create you that way uh, in case you haven't noticed this is a free world we live in and one final note I believe in God and know that he loves me just same uh, no he doesn't you see you can believe in God but the devil believes in God too James 2 19 so so what you believe in God but are you doing what he says are you repenting from the sexual perversion of which you say he approves the answer is of course you're not you're trying to use scripture and God himself to approve of your rebellion against him this kind of stuff needs to stop and we Christians need to speak the way I'm speaking in truth and it doesn't mean I hate homosexuals I've had homosexual friends, bisexual friends, had transsexuals over here at the house. But I'm just telling you that, and I treat them fairly, I do. But I'm just telling you, when the people start saying, this is how I'm supposed to behave, now that's a problem. You start telling me how I'm supposed to behave based on what you want, now the gloves are off. You don't do that. You don't have that right. Yeah, Hypocrites. Hypocrites abound all the more. All right, let's get to, let's see, Mark from North Carolina. Mark, welcome. You're on the air. Thanks, Matt. Uh, keep on preaching. I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, they worship the creature more than the creator. That's what they're doing. You, you got but, that uh, right. I have a question for you. In First John 5, I think it's uh, 16 and 17, mm-hmm. it says, If any man see his brother sin, they sin not oh, hold on. We, we have a break. We have a break, so I'm sorry about that. That's just the timing. So hold on. We'll get right back to you after these messages. Okay, brother? So hold on, man. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Three open lines, 877 I'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Three open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. Hey, you know, I was thinking, I'm going to be down uh, next weekend, not this weekend, but I'll be down in Provo uh, on the second of, uh, the first Sunday of of, uh, October, preaching at uh, City on a Hill. And we had an idea, I don't know if it's a good idea or not, of maybe doing a Q&A open to the public on Saturday night, the night before. If, it, you know, if that sounds like something you might be interested in attending, you're down in the area listening, 
on uh, whatever radio station is down there in Salt Lake area. If you want, uh, if you could just email me at info at karm.org and say, yeah, you'd like to attend something like that. Uh, let me know because we may or may not do that. It's just, you know, if people show up, great. If they don't, you know, you know because it's a Saturday night. But uh, interested in uh, your response if you want to give me, uh, you know, a, a, an email on that. Okay, let's get back to Mark from North Carolina. Mark, welcome. Whew. Uh, yeah, Matt. Uh, uh, it's okay. First uh, John five sixteen and 17, mm-hmm. he's talking about there is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. What is this talking? Is he talking about the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit or rejecting Christ? What, what do you think about that? I don't know. Just that simple. I do not know. There are yeah, options. Right. He just says it and doesn't explain it. From the context, we can't really determine what it is. So, its commentators have offered different things. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is, can be a sin leading to death. But then Ananias and Sapphira lied to the Holy Spirit, and they were killed for that. So, are there sins that lead to death? Yes. Uh, you know, we could have sin. People could be sinning, you know, for example, an alcoholic. And it could lead you to death. It can kill you. Or drug abuse. It can kill you. But I don't think that's what he's talking about. Uh, a sin or something of specific sin leading to death. What is it? I, I just wish I knew. And I honestly don't. After all these after all these years, I, I still don't know exactly what it is. So, wish you, that's it. Well, I mean, you're, you're humble. And, uh, uh, I, I, it's just tough one. I mean, I've tried to look at it and look at it. It's just really tough. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. And, uh, Thank you for your... Thank you. Well, well, you know, hey, I'm not going to boast in something I don't know about unless I'm boasting to my wife about how great I am. And, uh, you know, then I do that. But uh, she, you know, she... I'm sure she would agree. <laughs> well, let's just say that when I, you know, I walk in with a pompous kind of attitude and, and shake my head and talk about how awesome I am, you know, she gives me this expression. It's kind of hard to describe. It's, you know, it's kind of like a, a nondescript zero IQ expression as she stares through my soul. So it's something like that. So I don't, I don't know if any other men have experienced that, but that's what it is. All right. Okay, Matt, love you. Okay, man. All right. God bless. All right. Let's get to Crystal from Utah. Hey, Crystal. We lost Crystal. Something about son, somebody child going to a youth group. Um, so, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm looking at the chat text because they had a commercial. I made a comment in the text, text chat about something. If God appeared to you, and he said you could have what you wanted. What would you ask for? Okay, and I've thought about that over the years. Uh, to ask for wisdom would not be a wise thing to do. And people, uh, they, you know, they'll go, "What? Of course, w- asking for wisdom is wise. By definition, it's wise." Well, how do you know? Solomon asked for wisdom, and he ended up in idolatry. In fact, when Jesus talked about Solomon, he said, "Not even Solomon." was as well-rayed and clothed as these young, these lilies of the field are. He could get a backhand kind of attitude towards Solomon. And Solomon, like I said, ended up in, in uh, you know, idolatry. What's the best thing you could ask? Say, God appeared to you and says, what do you want? I'll grant it to you. What I would say is, I just want to be with you. That's it. 
I want to be have have life with you forever. That's the best. That's the greatest thing. Okay, that is the greatest thing. It's presence, the presence of the Lord. That is it. Yeah. Anyway, hey, look, uh, we got some more hate mail because uh, we got nobody waiting right now. Eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. Let's try this one. Uh, okay. Also, the Bible. Here's another one. The Bible approves of slavery, as your example is an argumentative fallacy. Okay, I don't know what he's talking about. And honestly, your objective morality has never stopped Christians from doing terrible things in the past. You know, seriously, it's like, come on, do some thinking. Someone says, uh, Bible approves of slavery. I would just say to them, show me where the Bible proves it. Where it says, this is good. We approve of it. Show me where that's the case. Because it doesn't. It never occurs in Scripture. It's a common thing I've heard from people. The Bible approves of it. It doesn't. It permits it. It puts restrictions on it. But uh, it doesn't approve of it. And honestly, your objective morality has never stopped Christians from doing terrible things in the past. Well, of course, uh, being able to defend an objective moral standard doesn't mean that everybody's going to follow it. Of course. That's not the issue. The issue is an objective moral standard. How do you justify it? Do you have one? Does it rest in God or your own preferences? Things like that. He goes on, the funny thing is most Christians also bend morals to their liking. I don't know about most Christians doing that. And I don't know who this person is who says that most Christians do that. When people say to me that, something like that, I'll say, really, have you done any studies? Have you done any study on this, statistics on what most Christians do? Or are you just saying what your opinion is? Because now you're saying that you know what most Christians do and the intention of their hearts. Is, is this where you're coming from? How do you know this? I ask them questions like that. They don't like that. What they're supposed, what they want to do, what so many people want to do, is just say their opinion as though it's a fact. Really? Okay. Show me the documentation for that, and that your opinion is actually correct. He says, uh, "It's the ones who truly follow the word of their God who are extremely dangerous." Really? And which God would that be? See, it's just. I, I meet people like this on a regular basis in chat rooms, and they will say things like this. It's the ones who truly follow the the word of their God that are dangerous. Really? Can you give me an example? Now, if you say Islam, I, I would agree, because Islam is a dangerous, violent religion. But uh, not in Christianity. I say, show me in Christianity where Jesus or the apostles taught anything violent. Just because you have someone who claims to be a member of a religious organization or whatever, claims to be a Christian, and they do something bad, doesn't mean that that's what the Bible teaches. So, you know, people just don't think these things through. I wish they would. I wish people would think uh, more critically. And I've noticed uh, more and more that people are not thinking critically. I, I think it's because the schools have been dumbed down. They have been dumbed down. And I remember in college, I went to a college here uh, in Boise, uh, Idaho, I don't know, 10 years ago. They asked me to come into the philosophy class and give a defense for God's existence. It was really interesting. And I went in, and I was uh, dumbfounded at the lack of knowledge that these students had on basic principles of critical thinking in a philosophy class. I'm not knocking that teacher, but it was pretty obvious to me they couldn't think their way out of a wet paper bag, and I was 
really shocked. I had to actually change my argument and lower the level significantly just to explain some concepts that they should have known. And it was disturbing. It really caught me off guard. Uh, it really did. But nevertheless, that's what happens. Let's get to, let's see, Chuck from North Carolina. What's up, Chuck? Hey, Matt. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Uh, hey, what do you got, buddy? Uh, some of the different uses of repentance in the Bible, if you could talk about that a little. Tenses? Because I know As it in... doesn't always, well, uses, I mean, I mean. Uh, like, I'm not, I'm not uh, sure. In, okay, does it, sometimes it probably means stop what you're doing. I'm not sure I understand what you're what you're asking. In regard to what, I, I, I maybe misunderstood you because I think you're saying tenses, T E N S E. That's what I heard. But oh no, I don't think no uses, U S E S. What? I still don't understand. Seriously, I don't. Uh, uh, try to honest, Matt. Uh, okay, I believe you. Uh, the uses. <laughs> Sorry. Uses. U-S-E-S. uses. Okay. Of. Yeah, uses. Of what? Repentance. Oh, repentance? repentance? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Sorry about that. Um, well, you know, repentance, metanoeo, is a change of mind, and that we are called to repent. So it has different uh, contexts and things like that. So uh, the word repent uh, is the verb uh, metanoeseta. And let's see, 3340, what I'll do right now is find... Here we go. Find it every instance. It occurs 34 times. And it's repent for the kingdom of, of uh, heaven is at hand. Uh, and they repented at the preaching. You know, repent, be baptized. It just means a turn and stuff. We'll talk about more after the break, okay? Hey, folks, four open lines, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the show. Let's get back on here with Chuck. Hey, Chuck, man, you're you're back on? Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, repentance just it, it comes from two Greek words, meta and naos. Meta basically means change, and naos means mind. So it's a change of attitude that we have about something and we, we turn from it, change from it. That's what's going on with that. That's basically what it means. Okay? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, in, in Revelation, sometimes it means change in what you're doing. Is that correct? It means what? Change in what you're doing. That they yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Well, no. it's, it, yeah, it's a yeah. change of behavior and which leads to, I mean, a change of attitude which leads to a change of behavior. Repentance, yes. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Matt. Well, thanks. did you see Tucker last night? Uh, yes, I did. Why? Very troubling. What? Troubling. Very troubling. Oh, Very yeah, yeah. Everything is. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. What's well, happening to our country? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Bad what's right. happening to our country. Okay, Come November, exactly. when yeah. the when the vote goes, we're going to see what's going to happen. Things need to change. Need to change drastically. And in my opinion, many people in the uh, United States government need to be brought up on uh, charges and uh, for treason, and um, uh, not necessarily treason, but uh, various laws that they've they've broken. That's my opinion. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right because the laws are still there. Mm-hmm. The Attorney General yeah. said he's supposed to enforce them. Yeah. yeah, they're supposed to enforce stuff. I think one of the constitutional father's mistakes is the not putting term limits on these people who uh, get into Congress and Senate and then get entrenched right. and become power hungry. Uh, see, the constitutional fathers, yep, they they believe that people would serve because they had godly intentions. Most of them taught that. And we don't have people with godly intentions. We have people who hate the Constitution, who um, are aiding and abetting our enemies. And, and we have that. And I believe the Bidens are are guilty of that. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, a guy, a Republican, I think, already brought up the uh, charges. He, he requested charges of impeachment or whatever. Absolutely. I Republicans it needs to be okay. done. It's obvious that he's yeah. he's sold our reserves. Uh, he's selling a million gallons a day or something like that. I forgot what it was. How much to uh, our enemies, China? Uh, you know, and when and and it's absolutely proven that Biden forced the hand of uh, I forgot what government to have a certain lawyer, prosecutorial lawyer, lawyer fired. Otherwise, it wouldn't get um, get funding for something. And if Trump had done the same thing, Ukraine. they'd have. Yeah, if Trump had done that's right, Trump had done the same thing, they would have impeached him. When Biden does it, they don't do it. They're full of hypocrites, these liars. They're flat-out liars and hypocrites in power. When you have people like that in power, they will not take care of the people. They will do what's best for themselves, and that's when the country suffers, and that's what's happening exactly. So there you go. Yeah, yeah okay? you're right. That's right. Okay. I have lot, no man. faith. I have no faith in our government right now. All right. Uh, let's get on the air to Randy from North Carolina. Randy, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? I hope you're having a good evening. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a good, I get to do radio, which is a real privilege. So, uh, yes, yeah. it is. What's up, man? Mm-hmm. I just had one question. If, if you only had one Bible that you could read and that's all you had, what version would you read? You mean an English Bible, right? It would be the that B. Is correct. Not Greek or Hebrew or anything like that, just a conventional English Bible that you could read. What would you read? Their English Standard, New King James, King James, International Version. What would you read? NASB. And why? NASB. NASB. Which uh-huh. version? There's two versions. The 95. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. The 95, and why? you think because it's more it's, accurate or more understandable? Yes. It's more accurate. I want accuracy. That's what I want. Yes, sir. Accuracy from the original. Yes, sir. Okay. And what's your opinion of King James? King James' uh, version it was okay for its time. It's anachronistic. Uh, better manuscripts and older manuscripts have been found. Corrections can be offered. Uh, I don't use the King James uh, because, unless I'm talking to people in cults, because they often are entrenched in the King James. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to quote King James to somebody. I don't want to be on the street talking to somebody. If thou wilt repentest, you don't talk like that to people. So that's right. That's I understand. That's why I asked the question in the first place. Yeah, I actually remember this. 
Yeah, I actually remember I quoted the King James back when I was back in the day. I didn't know anything. I quoted the King James to somebody on the street, and they actually looked at me like, "Are you crazy? We don't talk like that." And it instantly, I said, "I'm not using the King James anymore, just for that." I didn't want any hindrance right. to the preaching of the gospel. That was just my opinion, you know. So, yeah, that's it. Well, sometimes I read and study it, and it really connects with me, and I really understand it. And then other times I read a whole chapter, and I'm like, what is this really saying to me? <laughs> and it's hard to yes. really grasp and get where it connects with Good. me, and that's why I ask. I appreciate you taking Good. my call. Sure, and I think you should read the NESB just for that reason, because it means then that you're having a struggle to understand what's really being said, and that's a good thing. That means you've got to stretch our understanding. That's what good. But if you go to the NIV or some other versions where they interpret what's going on, then you can miss things. You can miss stuff when that's. And I also done. have read things in other versions, especially where it talks about the Holy Spirit and things of that nature that are just not accurate. Well, I guess it's happened. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, brother. All right. Thank uh, you very much. Take care. All, all right. You too. Thanks. All right. Let's get to Jim from Greensboro, North Carolina, whom we lost, and uh, something about what we'd want from God. And uh, let's see. We've got about eight minutes left in the show. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. So I was going to say, and we'll be down to... Preaching in Provo at the church, uh, uh, City on the Hill in Provo on October 2nd, and hope you guys want to come on out. But we're thinking about maybe me doing a QA and uh, the night before at that church, if people are interested in attending that, say like, you know, 7 o'clock, 7 to 8 o'clock, something like that, 6.30 to 7, uh, 7.30, whatever. Uh, let me know if you'd like to do that, if you'd like to attend that, and we can arrange it if, if that. Big enough people who say they want to, but that would be, uh, you know, Saturday night, uh, the first. So all you got to do is email me at info at karm.org, info at karm.org. Let me know if that sounds good, and we either will or won't do it. It looks like uh, I'll be driving down uh, on Friday to uh, Salt Lake, uh, and I think we're going to have Luke. Luke Wayne's going to be on the on the air on uh, on Friday. So he'll be doing the radio show on Friday. That's the plan, unless something changes. And uh, that's what we'll do. So there we go. Let me get back to some hate mail. All right, let me get back to some hate mail, because I enjoy it. All right. Ooh, hey there. I'm reading your attacks, or should I say overt lies, about Pastor Arnold Murray. So this is an older email, I can tell. Uh, as I have lived my nearly 40 years on this planet, I like that when people say that. I've lived 40 years on this planet. Because maybe someone else might say, well, I live 40 years on a different planet. But i got to make sure you understand it's this planet I've been living on. Because that's always necessary. you got to clarify. Because I, I was going to write it back. You live 40 years? Which planet? Because that's important. He says, I have uh, lived my nearly 40 years on this planet and in this age. Really? So he was in a different age, or maybe somebody could live a different age? Uh, wow. Anyway, I have yet to see a serpent speak to me. You know, you know, it's just, you, just, you know, it, it's forehead rubbing time. Like, okay, how is that you deceivers and pipers can actually teach the children of God what snakes talk. (laughs) 
Woo, we'll just believe what the Bible says, that uh, the, the Satan took a form of a serpent and spoke. That's all. Why is it clearly written in Revelations that God loves two churches only, and those are the church of Smyrna and Philadelphia, of which those two types of churches teach those who claim to be Jews are not, but of their father the devil? Oh, yeah, God. You know, when you talk to some people like this sometimes, you get a few, it, what are you saying? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I, I can't respond. Oh, you just are afraid. No, <laughs> I just don't know what you're saying. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get to Mitchell from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mitchell, welcome. You're on the air, buddy. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, man, I just read another. <laughs> It's a great eight mail. Oh man, next week. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go um, ahead. <laughs> uh, I've got a friend who's a Jehovah's Witness that uh, I'm going to be talking to mm-hmm. a little bit later because he just wants to kind of share faith and everything. And I was just asking, I guess, some tips because I know the first thing he's going to do is go to uh, his Jehovah's Witness Bible and. Uh, What I would do, if I was you, if I were you in this situation, I'd recommend you go to CARM and go to the Jehovah's Witness section and start reading through some of the articles. Read through. There's like over 100 there. Don't read them all, of course, but go through and check them out. Now, I do believe uh, that, let's see, CARM.org forward slash... JW. Let's see if it forwards to the Jehovah's Witness section. No, actually, yeah, it does. So you can do it that way. But also the word cut, karm.org uh, forward slash C-U-T for cut and paste. And there's a section there on Jehovah's Witnesses, and it's meant to be quick and slick. So there's stuff there that you might be able to be able to use with them, okay? And so there's there's things. Okay. And then you could, there's, there's plenty of information. I mean, I could tell you stuff, but I don't know how much you'd remember, Okay. So, go check things out there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That works for me. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. God bless, buddy. All right. Now, let's get to Crystal. <laughs> Whom we lost. You know, I'm actually kind of glad because now I get to read this hate mail. I just glanced at it, and I love this hate mail. I'm going to leave with this. This is good. He says, uh, I'll debate you on a level playing field anytime, you gutless coward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's the guy I want to debate, you know, because he starts off with an insult. He says, start a thread at CARM between you and I on any Bible story topic you like, including the man-made Trinity ideology, without you editing or modifying or deleting or (laughs) or censoring my posts, and we'll see how you fare. Wow. Oh, man, I'm so afraid. So anyway, he says, if you refuse, oh, this is good. If you refuse, then let your readers at CARM know I challenged you and you declined, fearing your further shame and embarrassment. (laughs) This is awesome. An embarrassment in your realization you cannot legitimately sustain your claims anywhere, especially not at a fair and open level playing field. Wow. That is awesome. Okay, he goes on. Anytime soon would be great, you proven fraud, coward, and pretend storybook Jesus believer. <laughs> that I'm going to give a ten. Uh, you know, on how to insult. That's a ten. It's actually kind of well written. It's got a good punctuation in there. I can see I'm reading the punctuation. It's pretty good. And 
It's in bold. This is this is how you write a hate mail, folks. I should put this up on Carm. Here's a good example of hate mail. Wow, I enjoyed that. Hey, I hope you did too, and hope you have a great weekend. And by His grace, we should be back on the air on Monday. We'll talk to you there. Have a great weekend, everyone. God bless. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.